Welcome to It's Women Who Wine. Solving the world's problems, one one glass glass at a time. time. I'm Charmaine. And I'm Heidi. Welcome Welcome to our show. Welcome to It's Women Who Wine, episode 12. What are you talking about today, Charmaine? You know what we're going to talk about today? We're going to talk about body image. Okay. I've got lots to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) That is something that most people in the world deal with. Yeah. Well, everybody deals with it, but most people in the world have negative experiences with body image, right? I agree. Yeah. I agree. So what exactly is body image? You think, okay, I know what body image is. It's your thoughts and the feelings that you have about your own body, right? But did you know that a negative body image can lead to more than just, oh, I don't, you know, these pants make me look fat. It can lead to, of course, eating disorders and depression and other health issues. I do know that, you know, this is a serious issue and it's not going away. No, it's not going away. It is not going away. Advertisers and companies spend multi millions of dollars on things like, um, you know, food, what foods you should eat, eating disorders, diets, uh, foundation garments. We're getting ahead of ourselves here just a little bit. And I know what I would like to fix myself up with right now. Would you like to try the wine? I'm looking at these two gorgeous glasses of rosé and thinking before we go down the rabbit hole. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Okay. So I belong to several Trader Joe's Facebook groups and One of the ladies posted in one of the groups about a rosé that she loves so much that she, well, she just said she went back and bought six after she tried it once. So anyway, so we decided to try it. And as I was scrolling through the group, I found the two that my Trader Joe's had that were the top two highest scores. I picked both of those up and we're going to try those today. Okay, so what's the first one we have, Heidi? So the first one is called Moonlight and Roses. I think that's such a cool name. And this is actually from France. It is. And it's a lovely bottle. Which I've seen this bottle and I've never picked it up. And you know I'm a rosé fan. Yes. So I'm really glad that you brought this to us. And uh, we'll post a picture of it on our social media. All right. So our cheers. Cheers. All right, let's try it. I love rosé. So I am not a fan of rosé. For whatever reason, my palate, I just haven't gotten, you know, gotten around to it yet. Right? I don't know why. It just has, they, they just tend to taste a little bitter to me. Interesting. And this is what we love about wine, because I don't taste any bitterness I taste more of a dry. Mm -hmm. Now I want to taste the other one because we're doing it a side by side rosé. But I like so this this one. This is what is it? Moonlight and moonlight and roses. Moonlight and roses. It's very citrus forward to me. Like there's a lot of citrus. Okay. Yes, I will give you that. There is, and a little bit of, you know what? It's kind of pineapple. Pineapple. You try it. Tell me what you think. Mm, I also feel like 
white peach or Okay, I was thinking that too. I, that when I right before I hit on pineapple, I was like a stone fruit, some yeah, kind stone of a fruit. stone fruit. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's we're trying two back to back. The second one is Frida Rose Trevenizi. I just probably butchered that. Sorry, everybody. And this says. It's elegant, fruity aroma and crisp, delectable finish is perfect for pairing with lobster risotto, raw oysters, grilled sea bass, or long, lazy afternoons. And this wine is from Italy. So we have a French rosé and an Italian rosé. This one is a Cecilia Beretta Frida. Hold on, girl. I was given a smell. All right. Mm. Here we go. Okay. Cheers. Completely different taste. Wow. Yeah, totally different. Totally different. All right. This one, I'd say that peach is very forward yeah. in this one. Very forward. Mm -hmm. mm. This feels softer on my palate. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's softer and rounder than the other one. If I were going to have somebody try some rosé that is not a rosé drinker, I would have them try this one. Yeah, the Frida. The Cecilia Beretta Frida. It's I agree. very light. I like this better than the Moonlight and the Roses. The Moonlight and Roses. But the Moonlight and Roses, I think, and we, we talk about this all the time, but it would be really nice poolside on a hot afternoon. That's well, we'll have to bring it out when the uh, sun comes out and stops raining in beautiful California. I know. Oh, my God. But it's very interesting, completely two different yeah. tastes. Yeah. If you had to pick one. I would pick Moonlight and Roses. Okay. Interesting. And I would pick the Frida. Mm -hmm. Everybody's palate is different, but both great wines. I would... Yeah, I know. And I, like I said, I'm not normally a Rosé fan. I need to develop my palate for that a little bit more. But yeah, I really like, I like them both. Okay. But I'm I'm going to be drinking the Frida and you can have the, <laughs> the Moonlight and Roses. Perfect. All right. So shall we jump in? We'll jump in. Let's Speaking of jumping and exercising and it's all very personal because it doesn't matter how you feel about your body may or may not bear any relation to how you actually appear. Yes. 100% yes. Right? So, and it's all your perception. So some people, you may look at them and go, wow, they're so thin. That's so great. But maybe they're struggling to gain weight. Right? And somebody else who's struggling to gain weight looks at a curvy woman and says, oh my God, I wish I had her curves. Right? So it's all in our heads. And we are also bombarded Every single day on social media, on TV, in the magazines, streaming TV shows, it's, listen, I would hate to be a young girl today because <laughs> the fact that people feel like they have to filter and alter what they look like and you can make your stomach look skinnier, all these. Oh, all the filters do, on. The filters. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I think everybody's beautiful just the way that they are. And I really, the older you get, you realize that. Right. Well, so it's not just alterations on social media. There's alterations that you can actually 
do temporarily and, you know, impermanently and permanently. You can get plastic surgery. You can have liposuction. What about the shapewear industry? I know it's everywhere. <laughs> it's just, you. there's something for everything. Wherever you are, whatever you need, there's a fix for it. Let's talk about that. So foundation garments are known as shapewear these days. Uh, I think pretty much everybody is familiar with them. If they haven't worn them, they know of them. They Mm -hmm. know that they exist because if you're anything like me, you you get bombarded with ads about them all the time. And they're everything from support camis, little tank tops to full on Body body suits from like the knee to the neck, you know, to the shoulders, the bust, whatever. And they're supposed to impermanently alter your body shape. So everything from corsets to girdles. I didn't even think about this, but when I was looking, you know, looking it up and doing some research, even bras are shape wear. I didn't think about that. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, it's a bra, but padded bras, push-up bras, you have um, bras that squish you down if you're larger busted and push you up if you're not exactly <laughs> squish you down, push you up, add some more, you know, and here's an interesting number. So in 2019, the shapewear industry was at 4,762.3 million dollars. And they expect that number by 2026 to be 6,317.9 million dollars. So the world is just pushing us to change our shape, change our shape. It's not right. It's not right. Fix it. Squish it in. Push it up here. Stick it out there. Have you worn any of the pieces of shapewear? Yes. Yes, I have. And? Have you? I have and I hate them because I probably never fit them. I mean, you know, I got these a long time ago when they were kind of first coming out. Uh I really need to throw them out because they're just not comfortable. Maybe now I'm sure a lot of these newer, you know, companies or how people have expanded with materials and things probably more comfortable, but how people have expanded with materials and Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. It's not that Everything is different. Like I have new bras that are so comfortable. I love them. New bras, you said? I bought new bras Mm -hmm. from the store and they're completely comfortable and they're no underwire and they are, they're almost like sports bras. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're kind of hiding in, you know, pulling in the sides, but they're super comfortable and the fabric is super soft. And you're not a bra girl. No. You are not. You are (laughs) anti-bra. And I am a bra girl. I like my bras. I have all sorts of pretty bras. I'm, I got sucked into that. She's that girl. (laughs) That girl. I like to match my bras with my underwears. So it's this multi-million dollar industry. Push it up, stick it out, squish it in. And then you've got the multi-million dollar industry of permanent changes. Oh, yeah tummy tucks and liposuction and boob jobs and butt jobs and and fillers and yep you can you can fix and adjust any part of your body yes you can and my thing with that is the older i get there are a couple of things i'm like oh 
oh, maybe I would want to try that right now. Maybe I want to experiment with that. And then the other side of me goes, if my nerve got hit by one of those injections and my eye went goofy, I just, I would flip out. And so my fear of outweighs me saying, yes, I'm going to do this. You know what? I'm exactly the same. Like there are things that I would like to have tucked and this and that. And the other thing, one of my coworkers, she went and had a lip injection filler mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it, you can't, it looks totally natural. It looks great. It doesn't, she's not big puffy lip. Right. Right. Lip. It's not, it, it's, you wouldn't even know. You wouldn't even know to look at her, but it filled in like the little wrinkles and stuff that were starting to make her feel insecure. And it turned out great. And I'm like, Ooh, maybe I want to do that because I'm an ex-smoker. And so I have all these wrinkles on my lips that I'm self-conscious about body image. Right. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it makes me look older, you know, and if I did that, Ooh, you know, maybe, but then I thought, and I was leaning towards it. But then when I went and I got here, here's the tipping factor. So I have really bad plantar fasciitis and I went to see the podiatrist and they're ordering me um, some inserts, but she gave me a, a cortisone shot in my heel. And when she first put the needle in, I, I was crying out in pain and I was, I literally started crying and she stopped and she barely had the needle in at all. I felt like she was like stabbing me all the way through my foot with the screwdriver. <laughs> and so she got out the ultrasound machine and she was looking and she had gone in right near a nerve. Oh, and that's what I'm talking about. Right. So they're not going to use ultrasound on your lips. So what if they go near a nerve and what if they go and then you get like dropsy and that's it. You're like, I know. And I did have a friend of mine who had her lips done and they were botched and she went to a very reputable place and it was very expensive. And, you know, she was like, don't do it. Mm. So it's that, you know, Hey, listen, people are doing it. (laughs) People are doing it. So I have an interesting, um, one of my coworkers, we were looking up, you know, the like gastric lap bands and, you know, all of these types of things. And she has some cousins that have, Gone, you know, have that done and very successful. But there's a, another procedure, and I'm not going to say the company, but it's four little injections. So it's less evasive. They're not cutting you open to put the lap band on. Uh-huh. It's like these four injections to make you not as hungry. And we were both like, oh, that could be interesting. And so immediately. Well, wait, wait, wait. Is it like a chemical injection? I or is it- really understand. It's something that they do. And I feel like they weren't giving you the whole story. You have to go do the consultation so they can really explain it more. Mm -hmm. But in Googling and watching YouTube videos of people who had it done, this one girl said something they don't tell you and you don't think about, you can never chug a glass of water. So I love working out. And for me not to chug water that's like, I love chugging water. What can I say? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you can't chug beer. You can't chug apparently anything. But that's what I'm saying. So that's a... Why did this, does it shrink your stomach? No, it... it's just taking in, I guess, too much. And if somebody out there knows, you know, more, can I word what I'm saying better? But the YouTube videos, basically... Well, I know saying, like a gastric lap water. band. Okay, so the lap bands, the lap, is that right? 
the lap band. Anyway, the when they they put you know either staple your stomach together or put a band around it so that your stomach is smaller, right? right? So that that reduces how much you can eat at a time. That I get. But if so, you want to drink a glass of water. Well, you can't even do that with that. Right. You cannot ha- consume any, too much of any one thing, period. So that, I guess what I'm, so thank you for clarifying that. So for the less evasive procedure, it's still the same thing. Right. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Food, I understand, but I would, you know, to me, I was like, I can't like, drink a glass of water like I like to do sometimes, you know, quickly. Right. Right. Cause I'm really thirsty. So, you know, there's, do your research. If you're going to do anything by all means, please do Charmaine and I are chickens. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to embrace and love who we are. I don't know about that. <laughs> I I embrace and I love you. I love you. So it's, it's, it's tough girls, right? It is. It's tough. It's because, you know, we're being told you're not thin enough. You're not tall enough. You're too tall. You're too thin. Your, your butt's too big. Your butt's not big enough. Your boobs are too big. Your boobs aren't big enough. Right. We need to find a way to embrace who we are and yet still do our best to stay healthy. I'm not saying go out and just pay no never mind to what you eat, drink, and and whatever. I mean, there needs to be some reasonable amount of exercise. Right. Right. To keep your heart in good shape and to keep your muscles in good shape. They don't have to be bodybuilder muscles, but you don't want to just be sitting in a chair and letting those muscles go to waste so that you have trouble climbing a flight of stairs. Right. Well, and we've talked about how exercise releases endorphins and it makes you happy. And, you know, exercise doesn't mean going to the gym. It's taking a walk, maybe doing yoga, maybe doing stretching. There's so many different activities you can participate in at the gym, at a facility or at online. home, at home. Uh, that was something that I was going to talk about. So there's gyms you can pay a membership to. There's all kinds of classes online. You can go to classes. You can go to a yoga class. You can go to a Zumba class. I think they still have Zumba classes. They do. (laughs) So there's all of that. But now there's the whole home experience. It used to be just a treadmill uh, and then it was, you know, or an exercise bike. And then there were the the stair masters, right? (laughs) Now there's Peloton and all that whole breed where there's a screen and somebody teaching you and talking you through your workout for the day. Did you ever use at-home exercise equipment? So not equipment, but that was one of the positive things of COVID for me, where people had to figure out, you know, the classes that I would go to, the instructors, they were closed. You know, these are private studios, not gyms. So how are they going to make a living? And so they were, you know, figured out how to do Zoom or like Instagram. And it was, you know, really great. And it saved all of us and also made us feel connected. I really am pro being able to do that at home because there's no excuse for me. You know, my commute is really long. And so when I would used to try to go make my yoga sculpt class or hot yoga class or spin class, And I'm looking at the traffic going, I'm going to miss it. And, you know, I didn't want to have to go back out 
two hours later to catch the next class. Right. And, but then at that point, it's like, do I eat dinner? Do I grab a snack? And then by the time I'm done with the class, it's really too too late to eat dinner. And so do I go hungry? You know, it's, yeah. yeah. But then I can do it whenever I want. I've got my people that I like love. I have my cardio, my yoga, my weight trainers, all of these people online now. There's a million opportunities and choices of people who have things online now. So I can do it whenever. And I do. I am really good about doing that. Um, except for this dumb little injury right now, which makes me sad and aggravated, but I love it. I think it's great. I am not a good exerciser. Um, I don't do it unless somebody makes me. I had an amazing experience. A couple of friends of mine and I joined a gym and hired a personal trainer, the three of us, and we pooled our money to the gym membership wasn't very much, but we pooled our money to have this personal trainer and it made me get up in the morning. You know, I got up at the crack of dawn. I call it the crack of ass (laughs) (laughs) made me get up at the crack of ass and walk my dog. And, you know, I would lay out my clothes, pack my, my clothes into a gym bag the night before. And, Then in the morning, I would just throw on my gym clothes, walk my dog and go to the gym. And the personal trainer was there. He made me accountable and he gave me homework. You know, it's because I only saw him twice a week. Mm -hmm. So I was responsible for the other days. And because I was paying a metric fuck ton of money (laughs) for this, I was like, no, I'm not going to just waste my money. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, oh, $20 a month. I had paid a lot of money. Yeah, and so trainers are expensive. I mean, I did it through a gym, so it wasn't as bad as if I had hired just an individual. And because the three of us got together, it was less. I was the only one that consistently went out really? of the three friends. I was the only one. Hmm, yeah, that's good. And I ended up dropping, oh, I dropped 30 pounds. But more importantly, this was what really was life-changing for me. I was 40 years old. I looked in the mirror and I said, I am not happy with my body. And that's when I said, let's do something about it. And my friends and I joined. And six months later, I went from a size 14 down to a size 6'8". I only lost 30 pounds. But you toned and shaped and... yep. And I was running around in bikinis at 40 years old and I looked amazing. And then (laughs) I stopped exercising. I moved away. I moved to Charlotte. I stopped, you know, my lifestyle changed. I stopped exercising and now I'm right back up there and I don't feel comfortable in my body. Well, I get that. I get that. And, you know, you have to put work in. I want to tell uh, backtrack to a funny story. You know, so many times we try to find what's the shortcut way. Yeah. Right. Oh, let's take the diet pills, you know, and Fen Fen or whatever that thing was. Oh God. Yes. Everybody's having, that was, there was all sorts of medical problems with that heart attacks and everything. Right. Right. You know, all of this quick fix and it, it is really just changing lifestyle. But when I was in college, I used to, I used to teach aerobics and fitness classes and I loved it. They called me the drill sergeant. I was a bad ass. Uh, but anyway, there was this new gym and it was all of this equipment. And so they had come to ask some of us 
try this equipment out and let us know what you think. And literally it was these machines you would just lay on and they would vibrate like a million times. And like, oh, this is for your quads. And like, this one is like doing a million sit-ups. That's like from the 1950s. I know. That's what they used to do in the 50s and they don't do any good. I know. And so it was funny. So this was, you know, in the 80s, which, you know, wasn't that long ago. But I said, you're not doing anything. This machine, I'm like, I can't stand behind this and I can't work here. I am all about good old fashioned, do some type of activity. Right. Use those muscles, Mm -hmm. sweat. Okay. So you said, I'm just a little um, eye opener here. Pick up that glass of wine because what I'm going to say is going to blow your mind. Okay. The 80s were 40 years ago. Oh, stop it. (laughs) Well, everything to me was just two years ago. (laughs) Just so you know, my cousin's child is now 23. And I was like, well, wasn't he just born a couple of years ago? So there you go. I'm forever 28. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're like, it just wasn't that long ago. It was 40 years ago. Okay, now I'm sad. (laughs) Don't be sad. Don't be sad. Okay, but Charmaine, all right. Tell me what parts of your body do you love? Well, I used to love my ass, but since I have been hurting for over a year with my injury, I haven't done anything and I will get it back. I will get it back. I do like my butt. You're going to laugh at this one. I like my elbows. I love that. I'm not going to laugh. I like my elbows. Some people have bony elbows. Some people have dry elbows. Some people, I have like nice, soft elbows and they're not bony. And they're, I like my actually very pretty elbows. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take a picture of Charmaine's elbows and post them. (laughs) I like my elbows. What do you like about your body? I like my back. Because I have, it's always been a strong back and I was always complimented from all my ballet classes on my posture. I now embrace my ass. I have a bubble butt. She's got an awesome ass. Thank you. (laughs) As a child, I was teased and everybody was like, and this was, you know, mind you, this is when we were little and all skinny. I was a beanpole with a bubble butt, but everybody said I had a fat ass. So that really Mm -hmm. affected me yeah yeah now I embrace the bubble butt because people are paying to have a bubble butt right (laughs) you never know what's gonna be in style so yeah all right oh and I like my eyes too you do have pretty eyes tell me more about my eyes they're (laughs) a good shape and they're they're big I've got little squinty eyes but Charmaine has really I think you do oh I do that's okay I'm not, I do not love my eyes. (laughs) All right. So think about what you love about your body. We'd love it if you would post on social what you love about your body. That would be great. I think that would be a good positive, positive reinforcement for us all Mm -hmm. to think about what do you love about your body? Even if it's something silly, I think it's silly, my elbows, but I do. I think I have really nice elbows. So why not say it? But everybody just post on our social and hey, like and subscribe to our podcast, please. We would love that. And we would love to read everybody's comments. So 
you know, send us a shout out, any subjects that you would like us to talk about in the future. We are here for you. And where can they find us, Charmaine? Why, thank you for asking, Heidi. They can find us at It's Women Who Wine. That's I-T-Z, Women Who Wine, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And that's our podcast, too. It's Women Who Wine, I-T-Z. That's right. All right. Do you have, I think we are wrapping up. Do you have a quote for us? I do. I actually have two quotes. Ooh. The first one is, you're a human being. You live once and life is wonderful. So eat the damn red velvet cupcake. Oh. That's by Emma Stone. Love her. <laughs> and then this one is, love your body because you only have one. Oh my God. That's so true, right? Love your body because you only have one. And that is an author that is unknown. That is so true. Right? Like, I like this. And love comes in a lot of ways, right? I'm just going to kind of, you know, you know, shuttle that in here is that that can be like, I love my body just the way it is, but it can also be, I love my body enough that I am going to take care of it and make sure that I do eat right and exercise. And that does not mean to deprive yourself, ladies, have that wine always have the glass of wine have the wine (laughs) cheers cheers until next time (laughs) bye the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not necessarily represent those of our employers guests or products to which we refer cheers